so I must know. How has your week been? Because <laughs> I haven't really talked uh, to you. Uh, I'm trying to remember it. When I don't do anything all week, it kind of is like that time never existed. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Elaborate. So, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it never <laughs> existed? Well, it existed because it did. But, like, in my head, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that time just didn't happen because nothing nothing important happened. Well, I would say one important thing happened. I, well, <laughs> you're just shaking your head Elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling, you just said that you might be allergic to eggs. I did. I did say that. But I, I've been thinking I've been allergic to eggs for a little while now. So it's not a new revelation. It didn't happen just this week. I mean, an incident happened this week where I'm like, those darn eggs. But I, I again, mm-hmm. it's not something I know for sure. I do need to run more tests. <laughs> Can't wait to see those tests. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And also, it's more of like, not only do the eggs make me kind of like not feel well, they also like the texture now is starting to annoy me. Mm-hmm. And I've always actually loved eggs, like sunny side up, scrambled, poached, boiled, whatever. I've loved them. I think they're great. They taste awesome. But now I'm kind of like, they kind of repulse me a little bit. And it's like, I think that's hurting as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But right well, now it's a love-hate, for sure. I'm sorry to hear about your, uh, your, your breakup with eggs. That's depressing. <laughs> But well, it's kind of like my eggs right now are like the ex that was cheating on me, but I still love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I just thought that we had I that had to be recorded that this whole egg scenario oh, oh, okay. because I I think I do want to update every week like an egg update of like oh. like you just like you eat different eggs during the week and see if that's like ruining your body. I, <laughs> You're just dead this, by the that's end. That's a of great it. idea. That's a good idea for the <laughs> testing um but yeah i'll try to keep up with the egg update even though like right now it's kind of like making my heart hurt a little bit oh, like no. my heart chest area is a little sore from from the egg thing well that's sad you know what actually can i just say yeah i think that you've had a little bit of a sad time lately because you also were telling me that something that that your fourth of july trip like was not okay uh, was yes. it was like not good no and I don't want to be like an ungrateful brat because my mom did pay a lot of money and Mm -hmm. it's not cheap to go away for uh four days but um we did go to Orlando and there is this like super super cute well it was super cute um it's like a townhome Mm -hmm. staycation villas whatever and the first time we went which was last year which was during COVID and then I did get COVID from that trip um for a little behind the scenes (laughs) um so I guess it's kind of like a little bit unsacred land over there I'm not really sure but um yeah it just wasn't what I expected because the first time was just so great Mm -hmm. and the rooms were awesome and I had a king bed to myself and it was just like every room had its own bathroom it was just like super super nice but I think that those were just recently built so they were trying to like really get their revenue up and get all the Mm -hmm. people to see them and all this stuff so um (laughs) and I have a funny story so going this trip um it was dirty 
um oh, there no. was like you know those eyelash extensions that aren't the full eyelash just like the pieces of it yeah those were like all over my bathroom floor that's kind of iconic and <laughs> yeah i was gonna put them on and it was just kind Get of pink like eye. really dirty and grungy and i just hate saying because hmm. like i know how much like my mom likes making us happy and making the trips really nice but she won't hear this but i just really didn't like it and it was just really unfortunate because i was like being a bitch on the trip because i was so oh, no. unhappy and i was like well why are we even here we should just we should have just stayed home and like i was being really oh horrible. no i know and i i don't like being that way and i usually can control it in the moment but i couldn't this time and i was being really awful and i was making my sister upset because she's like i she like planned the rooms and she brought her boyfriend and all this stuff and i was just i was just like i stayed in my room most of the most of the trip let's just say that just you and the eyelashes just me and the eyelashes <laughs> and on fourth of july night at like eleven thirty at night our next door neighbors decided to get in a fist fight in our little patio oh. in the front of the home okay so that was super cool and then yeah. the managers of the establishment came <laughs> over and started taking pictures and asking questions because they had like they were going at it i literally saw through the window the guy smashed the other guy on the pavement oh and they like tore up all the plants in the front and the dirt was everywhere and the soil was all over the place and i was just like oh my god if like if people start shooting each other i'm gonna be so upset this is gonna really ruin my trip <laughs> if someone gets shot this is gonna ruin the rest of my life wait do you and know i was just really upset and i was like this is it this is this is the worst trip ever look people are fighting <laughs> they're fighting in the streets this is, this is not what this is not what america would want not what our no. founding fathers would want abraham lincoln would literally be so pissed <laughs> wait do you well you know what he he does hate gun violence well he has a good reason to. thankful thank god like literally thank god because like the front door there's like a side panel of just a window so you can see out that's how i saw them fighting mm-hmm I was like, I'm sit, I'm standing there, like watching them, and I'm like, if they shoot, if the gun, like, I mean, it's, I don't know, the logistics, Just irrational not, thoughts, irrational thoughts, like, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna get shot if I stand right here. Everyone, move away from the window. Everyone, get out, go upstairs, and like, we're all gonna get shot. That was my, I'm, like, everyone's gonna get shot and die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you also have a tendency to think that people around you are out to get you. Like, it's a little Sometimes. strange, but I love well, you for it. Well, that's because. My mom loves to watch, like, murder mysteries. Like, that's her life. And so she's like, do you see, like, on the news, like, this eight-year-old boy was murdered? And I'm like, what? What what, you, what happened? Yeah, he was murdered. And you could be murdered, too. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? So my whole life, I've, been, I've grown up, like, don't go outside. Don't talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. Be very, very, like, watch your surroundings. Like, in movie theaters, she's, like, constantly look, looking around, like, while the movie's playing. And it's like, anyone can come in and shoot you. Just, like, constantly just be afraid of your surroundings at all times. And she has instilled that into me. So now, like, I'm, I'm like, ha- like looking around, watching my surroundings. Uh-huh. Like, that guy over there that works at this restaurant could pull out a gun and shoot me right now. Like, all that stuff just kind of goes, runs through my head. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, happy 4th of July, belated. Happy 4th of July. <laughs> happy fourth of july that was just a great great trip um wow but yeah so we had decided actually on the trip that we were all kind of unhappy with the place so we're never going there again so that's good news well um you know i speaking of never going somewhere again i have to say that you know this episode 
that we watched mm-hmm. um, of yeah. Pretty Little Liars, episode mm-hmm. six. Um, yeah. Let's just say it made me want to turn off the TV. Ooh. Yeah. So let's get into it, <laughs> shall we? All right. Let's say welcome to everyone. Welcome, everyone. Yeah. Welcome. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So this this is episode well season two episode six um what is it called um never letting go never letting go which unfortunately i did want to let go (laughs) (laughs) um this is to me this episode um is kind of like it's it had the 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 trimmings or whatever of of a filler episode it had bits and pieces of like why why is this here right now Mm -hmm. um but l- before we get too far into it, I will do the summary because the okay. summary, you know, kind of hints at why this I wanted this to be over, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So this is a summary of episode six. Um, in this episode, the girls are busy with, with the Rosewood fashion show, which brings um, Allison's mom back in town. Spencer's father seems, seems upset over this and is clearly hiding something. Meanwhile, Hannah's father extends his stay, Arda grows closer to Jason, and Emily receives some mixed signals from Samara, or Samara, however you say her name. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but, but thank I... you for the summary. You're, you're welcome. And so, yeah, so the fashion show this episode, which is really the star, it's the star of the episode. Well, it is, 100%. It is the star of the episode, but it made me feel gross. I just... <sighs> I, I really, I don't understand why it was needed. I really don't, like, at all. And it kind of gave me... I a lot of me, questions. Yeah, and it gave me, like, like, a weird version of Gossip Girl energy. Like, in a bad way. Ooh. I don't know. Gossip Girl is kind of trending right now, so that's interesting. Well, yeah, because they have the reboot, right? I keep seeing, like, yeah. stuff for it. Um, But, yeah, it gave me, like, like, the rotted version of Gossip Girl. That's what the fashion just, show gave me. I just am curious as to like because I get like big rich people behavior from this episode. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm not completely sure if this was a school based event or this was just something that the town likes to put together. Because it seems like this is something okay. that goes on every year. But I couldn't I, tell if this was a school thing. I do believe that this is not a school thing. I do believe that it's a Rosewood thing because they mentioned that Allison's mom is, like, on some type of board. And I'm assuming it's, like, the charity board or something like that of Rosewood. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, She's a mover and shaker of the small town. She's she's a girl boss. She's a girl boss with an alcohol issue. I mean, who could could ask for more than that? (laughs) I mean, perfect, perfect woman to me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Role model. Yeah. Um... But okay, let's let's start with the cold open before we get too far into the fashion show because there's plenty yes. still to say about that. Yes. Um, but in the cold open, the girls are all discussing the video that that was uh, played in, in the um, ending of the last episode where we find that um, Allison did not die in that video with her and Ian. They were actually just mm-hmm. making out, and um, that kind of leads the girls into this like theory that perhaps um, finally they're, they're thinking about the fact that Ian may have not killed Allison and that, and in fact, like I've been saying all along that they're finally contemplating the fact that a may have killed yeah. Allison. 
Um, well, even in this scene, like, Spencer still is kind of like, well, guys, like, we really don't know for sure. Yes. She, like, okay. she's still, I don't she, know. One minute, she's, like, all suspicious and trying to get into the, the truth of it. And the next minute, she's trying to, like, conceal the truth. Of, like, trying yeah. to push away stuff. Of, like, no, no, no. It probably was Ethan. And not Ethan. Wow. Ian. It probably was Ian. Um, yeah. And that's just it. So let's just not talk about it again. I'm like, girl, and who I'm are kind you? Of like, I, I don't really understand why she... Because she is definitely the person that's, like, I need to get to the bottom of this and, like, find the truth or, like, mm-hmm. find, like, why this happened. Like, she she's, like, the p- type of person that needs the answers. Yeah. And the fact that she's still ignoring that, you know, Ian actually... Because she even goes into depth like, oh, well, maybe, how do we know that he didn't just follow her home and then kill her? Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's still oblivious to the fact that he probably didn't kill her. Yeah, and for me, I do not understand why she, like, when he was confessing, quote unquote, her to mm-hmm. her verbally in the church of like, oh yeah, we didn't mean to like make this happen. Like, there's yeah. like for some reason, she doesn't remember like him saying we. I feel like that's a pretty important distinction between, like, we and I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think she really just is still kind of like, well, we got rid of one problem and let's just kind of chill out right now. I think she's just mm-hmm. kind of enjoying the the fact that Ian's gone and dead. That he's truly actually dead. And I think that since when mm-hmm. he was, finger quotes, missing slash dead slash maybe alive, which he wasn't. She yeah. was so, like, worried and uptight that he was going to come back and try to kill her. And now that he's not able to do that, I think she's just kind of, like, happy that he's gone. Yeah, I do think that part of her wishes it would all be over, but she's, like, so naive to think that. Especially with A right. still on the on the move. Like, so. that weight is just, like, completely lifted off her shoulders with the Ian thing. And that's just cause, kind of blinding her to other things. For sure. But, I mean, she does kind of slip into, the, the, the like, the detective thing again this episode, which we'll get A into. A little. Yeah, um, but another part of this scene that's kind of important to know is that Ezra is out of town, and Arya is still definitely talking to Jason, and she's not telling the girls about it. She's keeping it right. low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot to say about Arya and Jason. <laughs> I do. Um, I, actually, they kind of steal the show along with the fashion show, I have to say. This episode yeah. was, like, their episode. It was, and I think that, um, you know, as we get farther and farther into their storyline, it just is reiterating to me how much I don't like Arya. So there's that. Um, that. But yeah, so she's keeping the Jason thing. She's hiding it from the girls. Mm -hmm. Now, um, speaking of Jason and Arya, the next scene after the cold open is them. And um, because Jason asked Arya to meet up. Yeah. And this is where Jason sort of, he he kind of regrets opening up to Arya, like, of trusting her so soon. Yeah. But, you know, I think that Arya, the reason she's only, like, pulled in by Jason is because she likes saving people or feeling needed. Mm-hmm. And or I fixing think, them. Yeah, she's a fixer. <laughs> <laughs> she's just the best fixer in the world. But the fact, I mean, there, this is another thing, because, again, like, Jason is not 16, so mm-hmm. I think when he kind of came to that realization that he did open up to not only a 16-year-old, but one of Allison's best friends that's also friends with the entire school, possibly he doesn't really know, mm-hmm. she's just a young girl, He's he was probably like, wow, maybe I shouldn't have said that I thought I killed my sister to her. And he really shouldn't have, yeah. because Arya does something that... I really just could not believe that she did it. But then I had to go back and go, oh, she's a stupid 16-year-old girl. 
Yeah. See, you know what? And I actually think you're giving Jason too much credit in the sense of, I don't think he regretted necessarily because she's like a young girl. I think he regretted it simply because like it could have been anybody and he would have regretted saying it. Like, Mm. I I feel like with him, the problem that's happening right now, I feel like with with both of them is that Ardia likes saving people and feeling like she's like their light at the end of the tunnel. Like she's like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to be your entire world. But Jason, I don't think is looking for a savior. I don't. I don't think so. Um, he's kind of like so a lost boy. You know what? I I I kind of disagree. I think because even in this scene, we we kind of it gets hinted at that Jason and his mom, because we learn that she's coming back in town for the fashion show or whatever, which is just even saying that word out loud. Fashion show is so ridiculous. But like when like when they, whenever said, whenever they said fashion show with a straight face, I just I, I laughed. Okay. I think it. if we could like really bring that into like today's society like where because again this is like something that only supermodels go oh my fashion show's coming up but yeah. I was if I said to you hey you know we're gonna be at the fashion show y- you would be laughing we would all be I laughing because that's a joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke it but, is a joke um but no but the fashion show is definitely happening it's unfortunately not a joke but here we learn that jason and his mom are not quite that close so to me Mm -hmm. jason is someone who knows what he wants and will just do it if he feels like he has to so i think that's why Arya is kind of barking up the wrong tree because he doesn't need help he already knows what he's doing like he's a grown man He's kind of like a mysterious character to me. Like, we still don't really know much about him. I, I mean, mm-hmm. we know that his sister died. We know that there was old Jason, but they were not really going with old Jason, really, storyline no. anymore. No. So it's kind of like there's just this creepy dude that moved back to into this house, and we do learn that he's he's rich. Not that it's yes. unsurprising, but he is rich. Yeah, which would help explain why he could afford to, like, buy back the house. So right. there's at least they like at least the writers covered their tracks in this. Like oh yeah, <laughs> they tried. They really did try. They're like, well, uh, you know, this twenty three year old just bought this mansion. Yeah, for funsies. Um, but the the other part that we that that's kind of hinted at here is that a or slash someone is watching both Arya and Jason speaking. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of helps us know that like okay, a is definitely. Um, sniffing this whole situation out like they know about it of course i mean a is always everywhere at all times for some reason so <laughs> yeah. I, they had to know that Arya was going to start falling in love with jason at some point mm-hmm. so. which i wonder if at some point a is going to like reveal that to ezra or like you know how you, yeah like you know how um with spencer and the whole damn bu situation and also yeah. even spencer with with the whole um ring situation where a was like if you don't tell your your sister or your parents about this i'm gonna do it for yeah. you and then they and then a ended up just like doing it for them like anyways no matter what kind of yeah um i that might happen with Arya. maybe it might be Arya's turn to get like blackmailed of like if you don't I tell really him so. i will <laughs> yeah, i, I really hope do so. hope so because they really a actually does have like a lot kind of going on with the jason Arya thing because she we've already seen her like after a, um ezra was like oh i don't want to hug mm-hmm. you in this church at this funeral um because we're dating i can't do that right now she was like oh well i'm gonna go talk to jason then and a has to have had to have been there like there's no way a was yeah. not there so i think that a is putting together the pieces especially since like i mean we'll talk about it later throughout the episode we do see Arya and jason a lot mm-hmm. 
You know so. what would be iconic is if um you know how I I I made like a little theory thing of like maybe um Mike, you know, Arya's brother is working with A but just doesn't know it. Like basically yeah. this person is just paying Mike to do stuff and he's like, "Okay, cuz he's like a stupid teenage boy." Right. So, I wonder if A as part of her like agenda, she paid Mike to break into Jason's house in order for Jason to like go to Arya. Go to Arya's wow <laughs> look at you <laughs> i mean would really that good. would be awesome i mean definitely like super awesome if that ha- was like true mm-hmm. but i mean we don't know we don't know but i think that it would be a good reveal for Arya to find out that her brother unbeknownst to him and her that he's been working with a because i think yeah. that the only reason that mike would end up working with a is just because he's again just a stupid teenage boy who wants money right. is, not, is is not going to ask questions because he wants to act out anyways exactly and i think that's definitely a good i mean i know we didn't see mike at all in this episode but i think it definitely mm-hmm. is a good thing to reroute his anger towards his parents like he's like obviously he's gonna be mad and start acting out and doing what who knows what Mm -hmm. but since a probably like noticed that behavior she was probably like oh hey you know i know you're mad at your parents and i know you're angry at the world do you just want to do these things for me that you know can kind of get that anger out for you and i can definitely see that being something that could possibly happen i feel like that would be a Mm -hmm. good idea yeah because i i think it would make sense for a to want to sabotage Arya and her relationship with ezra to like purposely bring jason into the fold like i could i could see that um Juicy. yeah but let's move on um to uh the next scene which is ashley and hannah's father tom um, tom <laughs> and they're they're kind of weirdly playing house right now because he because yeah hannah this is actually very important to remember and is that hannah is the one who deleted the message um because like you know tom his fiance messaged him and says you know what i take back all my anger yeah. just come back home and it basically. still hasn't been brought up no it all. hasn't so, but Hannah's the one that is basically making him stay because he never saw that message of his fiance like, forgiving him. So, Which is odd because Hannah still is mad at him. Exactly. She's mad that he's staying longer when she's the reason he's staying longer. Makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No. But she, she hates, I don't know if hate is the right word, but she really doesn't like her dad being in town. Mm-hmm. And which is kind of a good reason but she kind of goes and she says this to him she's like you're not even here for me you're here for my mom and Mm -hmm. he kind of is shocked and doesn't really know what to say so he doesn't say anything he just kind of like Mm -hmm. doesn't know what to do with himself yeah and that kind of comes later but it's still the same theme like even in this scene because i think that at the end of the day hannah's resentful of the fact that her mom seems to be forgiving her father like too quickly yeah. It's kind of what I'm saying, because Hannah holds a grudge. I mean, let's just be yeah. honest. Um, and we have seen it before where, when a, a lot of episodes back, where mm-hmm. Tom did come back because Emily, I think, was... Not Emily, I'm so sorry. Because Hannah was stealing, I think, the sunglasses or something, and he came yeah. back into town. Well, there was, like, this whole thing where he wanted to take her to dinner, and the mom, Ashley thought that she was invited to the dinner, and she got yeah, her hopes yeah. up. So I think she definitely still loves Tom, but is unsure of the future yeah and but hannah's upset about that when she's the one that put them in that position in the first place because again it doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't it's it's almost like they forgot that that happened and i don't but i don't know but anyways so the next scene is um spencer and toby 
And it's, it's like a brief scene of them basically making out. I mean, at, yeah. at this point, I just want to say a quick note um, is that I if at this point, it feels like Spencer and Toby are being forced together because their chemistry quickly fizzled on screen. I don't <laughs> I don't think that they're a good match. I don't, like at all. I don't know. This never really happened before, but when they were kissing, I, I felt gross. I, I was a little grossed out. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But it just, again, in, in all of the scenes that they had, I think you're completely right that their mm-hmm. chemistry, I don't know if they got in a fight that day, but it just wasn't matching on the screen. I think they need, they need, I've said this once before and I'm going to say it again, they need, like, a puzzle to figure out they need to d- find out answers and mm-hmm. whatever they need that thing because that's kind of like what keeps them close but when ian dies and they don't have to like figure out anything anymore they don't really have much in common i don't think they don't i i, I personally feel the same way but these characters don't they seem like they want to be together still that's i think they're still going strong as of right now well, so it's just it, he still loves her because he got her the truck I mean, she got him the truck. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's the only reason he's still around. Yeah. Uh, well, the next part of this scene is much more important. Um, and it's Spencer and her father. He, The father has never played such an important role ever Peter in this show. Peter is back and he's <laughs> ready to rumble. He is. And he is. Spencer catches him on the phone yelling at somebody about Jason and that somebody yeah. is allison's mother jason's right and jason's mom (laughs) exactly um and so yeah he's pissed about something with with jason but he but he's lying about it to spencer which is kind of funny because if this is only this only happens in tv because it it just doesn't make sense in real life but he comes down the stairs screaming on his phone i don't want jason back in this town yada yada and spencer's like standing right there and once they make eye contact, he's like, oh, I was just talking to some investor or something. And it's like, but wait, d- 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 uh, it doesn't, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, only TV can get away with it. And, and honestly, it's just, it just really drives me crazy. But Spencer being the detective that she is, she like goes on the phone to see who he called. And, it, and that's how we know it was Jason's mom. Yeah, so that kind of lays the foundation to this whole episode of of something something is going awry in that situation. Yeah, very which fishy. yeah, and I think the show might be pushing us to maybe think that they're maybe had an affair or something. I don't know, but I even questioned. I was like, are they like secretly seeing each other or what? I don't you know. know, you know, it would be iconic. What the show being over? <laughs> no, no. Well, um. it is over technically, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but. What would be iconic is if Spencer's dad was actually Jason's mom. I guess Jason's dad. That would be iconic <laughs> if it was Jason's mom. Yeah. So, like, Jason is actually <laughs> Spencer's, like, half-brother. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying, I'm you trying really to find... You really want Jason to be in this town. I mean, you're like, oh, I hope it's Melissa's baby. Is that Jason's the baby daddy? Like, well, you want I'm, him to I'm have trying, all the juice. I'm trying to see the connections. Do you know what I mean? Well... Because it feels so up in the air. Like, like I don't understand. I still don't see a path where, like, Spencer's dad is somehow involved with, with what was her name? Jessica? Is that Allison's mom? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't see how they connect unless it's, like, because it, the, the thing is, if they connect through, like, just financial issues, that's so boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about finance gossip. 
<laughs> well, I don't think the writers care what you think. They should. But they Cause don't. Because I, I want, I want <laughs> some juice. Because if they did, then Jason would be the baby daddy, and then it he would, and That'd then be Peter so would be his mom. <laughs> <laughs> if that was, you know, if that's how the you show know, went, they wanted it to be. But you know not. what would be sick? What would be sick is if uh, Jason was, his father was, was, was Spencer's father, and also he was the father of Melissa's baby. <laughs> You know, it, 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 it would a different be show. great to have you write a TV show because I think this is what the people want. They want that crazy, like, out of the box, like, never done before, never seen before. Like, incest? Like, twist and turn every at every... Well, it, it's just, like, you know that show does... That's not how it's going to happen on this no. show. No. It was on ABC Family. There's, yeah, there's no way they're doing accident, accidental incest. There's no way. No! <laughs> no they 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 rather keep it at pedophiles and that's where they draw the line (laughs) yeah they're okay with a bunch of 20 year old guys like hitting on 15 year old girls and 14 year old girls yeah but when it comes to yeah but (laughs) when it comes to accidental incest they say no they're like are you crazy (laughs) you sick disgusting freak which are you out of your mind both are pretty bad but um well yeah but uh yeah but if i I had to choose (laughs) <laughs> wow i don't even i think that's a dangerous path we're walking <laughs> i think we should just move on with, yeah and go to the next scene because it's just too much yeah um yeah so the the next scene is has no incest or predators in it and it's Thank just God. pam uh talking about how much she misses their you know their father which what is his name yeah. ham like what is it gi joe i'm not sure <laughs> yeah something like that um <laughs> or is it like hytham or something or like Hiram? Is that his name? No, it can't no, be. No, can't be. It can't be. Steve? I don't know. But it's something. <laughs> um, but this is where we kind of see Emily just quickly plant the idea of her staying in Rosewood, but her, just for the rest of the school term, while Pam just moves to Texas on her own for the time being. It's a little so. bit... Um... Okay, again, Pam, I don't know if they're doing a redemption arc for Pam because they are. no parent would go, oh, yeah, I'll just move into a different state and you stay here. That's great. Well, um, it would it's depend very because odd. It's odd, her. but Pam, because she's such like a clingy helicopter mom. Do you know what I mean? I don't think she's a helicopter mom. I don't think she is. She's like barely there. I think. This is what I think it is. In some level, this is a small town. So everyone knows everybody. So I think that's why it'd be more likely for Pam to say yes in a small town like this because she can trust the people in the town. Like, she knows that, like... Really? Because her best friend got murdered in that town. I know, but she knows that, like... Oh, that... That we, she knows Ashley very well. She knows, she knows like, all the girls' parents really well because they grew up together. Like, she knows all these people really well. Um, I guess on paper, it's it's a good idea, but I was just kind of like, that's just so, oh, such a weird thing. Like, well, she's more obsessed with her being with her husband than, you know, taking care of her kid. Well, Emily even says, like, I'm old enough now where, like, I don't need you to be, like, making my lunches anymore. Like, and that's true. But yeah, I, I think that the, the thing is that you are right, and they're trying to do a redemption arc for Pam, and that's why she's, like, relaxed a lot like yeah. definitely because like pam from season one would say no i mean th- just straight up no oh of course that's that's why yeah. i'm like why 
that's why I was co- so confused about it. Also, I did notice that in Emily's room, it looks like all the packing boxes are gone. Mm-hmm. So for the time being, I think they're staying in Rosewood. But then she brings out this, oh, why don't you move to Texas and I stay here thing. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, that's just a lot. Which is a, which is, is a, uh, here's the thing that, that they're obviously doing. I mean, they're trying to keep a, like, have a reason for Emily to stay in Rosewood. But when the term is over and she has to go to Texas, like, what are they going to do then? Like, I don't, I don't know how they're going to resolve that. So we'll see how, how Emily gets to stay in Rosewood permanently because this is a quick fix, you know? And you're right. Logically, right now, it's, it's giving the story more time for Emily to be able to stay in Rosewood, mm-hmm. which is really what it is. Because yeah. they probably couldn't care less what Pam does. And yeah. the fact that they're thinking that she is going to be moving means that she's probably doing a different project. So who knows? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, but the the next scene is Spencer and Arya, and Spencer confides in the wrong person. She's telling Arya how much she doesn't trust Jason because of the way her father was talking about him and stuff like yeah. that. And Arya's like, well, yeah, but he's, like, hot and damaged, so, like, he's fine. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. She, I, I just, I hate her. Yeah. I really don't yeah. like her, but. It's just so difficult. It is, but the the most important part of this really is that they get an email from Allison's mother for lunch. Yeah. And um, this lunch is, it touches on a lot of things that, that made me upset. And that's the fashion show, first of all. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I did notice when they do, of course, this is where they go to lunch, which is the grill, which mm-hmm. is the only restaurant in place that has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes. Um, they changed Allison's mom they did literally the none of allison's family looks the same none. they were like well they they won't remember so we're just gonna change them all oh but we remember we never forget we, well yeah we remember <laughs> but because that's just who we are yeah but we haven't seen allison's mom since season one episode one so they're mm-hmm. like this is this is a no-brainer we're just gonna put a different yeah. lady in there yeah and that happens so all the like, time all right yeah, and yeah, so the mom is different, and she is also a low-key, like, alcoholic a little bit. I mean, she's, like, sipping on that Bloody Mary with a giant giant celery stalk coming out of it. She, <laughs> she's well into her she's alcohol. not, like, walking around the town, like, all drunk and disheveled. And- no, which that would have been so much fun, but no, she's a functioning She's a classy alcoholic. drunk. Yeah, she, well, like, she's she'll rich, have- so she has to be. Yeah, like, she'll definitely have, like, five Bloody Marys, but she's going to be able mm-hmm. to walk out of there and, like, drive home yeah uh even though she she kind of yeah exactly (laughs) but she kind of lets it slip that jason came into some money recently which which this money was obviously the grandmother's money because remember allison and and yeah in a flashback talked about how she could go to grandma just like just like that and like make him like Mm -hmm. come out of the will basically so that's probably what that's referring to of like and it's clearly like from that statement that his parents don't support him financially. Yes. Yeah. But she even says, too, like, the mom says that, you know, her kids have, have always been, like, on their own path. So it just right. reiterates more that Jason and the mom are, like, not on the same wavelength at all. Yeah. Um, but there's a flashback that comes with this. And the flashback, this is the most, un- like, weirdest flashback ever because it really didn't give us anything. The no. flashback only served to tell us that it was just a bullying segment. It was a bullying segment, um, but also it was just it was just to tell us that Ad, that Allison owned dresses. Uh, that's literally what it was. Yeah, she had beautiful gowns, and she mm-hmm. just basically brought all her friends over to watch, make them 
watch her try on the dresses and when they go wow those are beautiful can we try them on go no you're too fat get out yeah (laughs) yeah which is (laughs) par for the course for allison flashbacks i feel like at this point but the Mm -hmm. whole thing is that they they show up because the because allison's mom wants the girls to wear those dresses in the fashion show which is remembrance of allison yeah which is psychotic and crazy and creepy I think that I... Well, the, th- the girls thought that, too. They all gave mm-hmm. each other a weird stare. At first, I really didn't think it was, like, such a bad thing. But it really... It's it was really the for line. the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, w- it was definitely weird and sketchy. And um, I think that the mom doesn't understand that Allison wasn't the bestest friend they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And that those dresses didn't bring back good memories. And, yeah. you know, it was kind of just something like, you know, Allison would have want you to, wanted you to have these. And definitely she would not have. <laughs> yeah, I so. almost feel like if if Allison's mom was sober, she probably she may have like not have gone through with this plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, but the girls maybe. say yes to this plan. Yeah. They will wear the, the dresses. And um, this I also want to say, too, that, that in this next scene where when allison's mom leaves uh aria is so transparent over like wanting to go to jason's and like speak to him because the, the girls are talking about about getting his opinion on on like photos and stuff like that and yeah. al and, and aria's like oh yeah i'll do it it's like fine it's totally fine like it's fine like girl you are so transparent you're not even trying can to hide just, it like not be a hoe for a minute <laughs> or like can you just think clearly like just have a thought <laughs> that's like that's like your a good brain thought in your head. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. I I don't, I don't I really don't know because obviously, I I don't know if you ever saw that TikTok. In the future, this is a big spoiler, but Jason and Arya stick around. I. What do you mean? Like their relationship sticks around, or, the, or the, as characters they stick around? More like relationships stick around that's sick sick in the head i know but the the, the writers love that stuff they love it why do they always choose they always choose the twists that end with the predator (laughs) getting the girl why do they do that but we have (laughs) discovered that aria is the what pad girl the yn girl she's definitely the one that is the most different the most beautiful the most talented the most mysterious and just the best girl in the entire town that oh every guy has to have her. Oh my god, you saying that has has totally put Arya in perspective for me. Yeah. She totally is the self-insert Wattpad girl. Yes. Oh my god. And I knew this when she had these feathers in her hair. <laughs> and I everyone just accepted it. I should have clocked it with the pink strip in her hair. The pink clip You should have clocked it season one, episode one, but it's fine. Wow that's but in the back of my head i'm just like that's why all these things kind of just happen for her yes you know what because you're right because there's not much to her it's it's no there's no substance yeah all she does is like world it's like wow she's so different and talented and she's she's taking ap classes like she's not like other girls basically (laughs) oh my god if she puts feathers in her hair and she reads poetry she's so different I mean, wow. Yeah. Well, um, besides that, the the next scene um, is 
Spencer and she's coming into the the planning of the fashion show and this is where we learn that Mona is now the head of the planning committee committee for the show which for me and also that obviously makes Spencer upset because she feels like they overlooked her but I mean um Spencer really shouldn't be upset because the whole reason that they did choose Mona was that Spencer's not around oh but see I think that's very black and white way, way to look at it I think that Mona only became the head of the committee because Mona's A. Like, like honestly, once well, I yeah. once I saw that Mona was the head of the committee, like, she obviously inserted herself on purpose in that space. I, I mean, she that, voted for herself. Yeah, I knew that something bad was going to happen during the show. Because I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that, because she's A. Like, I, so, I really do feel that way. So much foreshadowing with that. Yeah, and also we see that Noel is the DJ, so, like, that's even more foreshadowing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, a whole other Noel, thing. Noel, like, when did you start DJing? How can he just, like, do everything? It just is makes me mad. That character I just do not understand at all. He just you know keeps what? sticking around. He's like a piece of gum on the bottom of your shoe. He's kind of reminding me of, like, the dumb, like, lackey who just, like, it was just, like, a just bunch of muscle. Along. Yeah, this like Uzma and Kuzco. Like he's definitely like, oh, I forgot the potion, and she's like, you dumb yes. idiot. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking. And it's like <laughs> he's so frustrating. But she's like, I need somebody to get the job done. But mm-hmm. then again, if she is a, how is she handling all this? She's a. She's spying. She's manipulating. She's she's well, doing all this fashion show stuff. Like you have why... a lot of time on your hands. But that's but see your theory of like people working for her and things like that, it would brings um, it in slowly but surely. Yeah, I think like Noel would like be the one that's helping her with all of this. You know, I I don't right. think that she's doing it alone necessarily. Um, so it's a lot of stuff to do. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I'm just saying. But in TV land, it's like oh well, this person can have ten jobs and handle it mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Well. Um, Cause yeah, cause Mona's busy. She's she's busy planning and and busy and scheming. But the the next scene is uh, Emily and Samara. I think that's how you say her name. And yeah. she's Emily's trying on the dress for the fashion show, and she just literally gets naked, like right in the same room as Samara. Like <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> well, Samara doesn't really like take a peek. She's it seems she's uninterested. Actually, I disagree. I think she wanted to, but she was like, I think that she was a little shook too. Being that, like, respectful. Yeah. Um, I mean, she was only a foot away in that she was naked, so you kind of just like turned your head a little bit and saw her. Yeah, but I think that I think I just think that Samara was a little, was a little um, shook by the whole thing, and I was too. I, I I was shocked that she was willing to get that naked in front of someone that she was considering like to date. Just mm. was a little strange. But um, also, too, it, it kind of points to how this, like, season two is a little more scandalous, if you want to say that. Because, like, I feel like season one, Emily would never, like, get naked in the no. same Like, it would never. No. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's the most scandalous part of it all, though, is that Samara wants to bring a friend, quote unquote, right. to the fashion show. That was a red flag for me. I was like, okay, no, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. It's, it's, not, it's not a friend. It's going to be a date, all right? It's not meant to Well, words. I mean, in Samara's defense, Emily did say, like, I want to take it a little bit slow. Okay, here's the thing. This Do not me, point at me! No, I'm going to point at you because this <laughs> made me so mad. Taking it slow doesn't mean we're not dating. 
It just is it's mm. the pacing of the dating. That's all it is. Like, if I was telling somebody that I want to take it slow, and to them that meant, okay, so then we're not dating and I can date other people? No, mm-hmm. are you dumb? I'm just saying, no, okay. don't go fast. Like, I got, okay, gotcha. it's, Do you know what I mean? The, the, the definition well, of dating doesn't mean not going slow. It just means dating. That's all it means. So yeah. the fact that going slow means to somebody that, oh, I'll just date somebody else because you want to go slow, right? No, that's not how that works. That's well, not since you're d- yelling at me, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and agree with you. <laughs> I, I just, I, I think that Samara totally is not being respectful of boundaries. It's being an idiot. And also, too, we'll get to, well, I just want, actually, we'll just talk about it now because I'm already hyped about it. All right. So Samara, she does bring a date to the fashion yeah, show. And the does. date is not And they are holding hands. They are holding hands. Totally. I noticed. And even, too, Quinn makes, like, a little joke about, about Samara sitting on her lap. Like, okay. So, first of all, Quinn is not just a random girl. Quinn is the friend. She's she's a friend that Samara has known since second grade. Yeah. How is Emily going to compete with a person who has known her since second grade? Exactly. So to me, it's 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 like a it's like a another stab in the back of like not only am I dating somebody without telling you. Because first of all, if Samara wanted to date other people, she should she should have made that clear. Like I I think that. But you saying you want to take it slow to me that means that we we can also like date other people okay first mm-hmm. of all so it's not all it's not emily's fault or it's samara should have been clear especially to knowing that emily has has limited experience in dating she should have been clear but anyways mm-hmm. um so it's like a it's like a double you know backstab that she's not only bringing just a regular date she's bringing someone who who means a lot to her already so how right. is emily going to compete with this other person. I, I don't... Do you know what I mean? I think you're getting a little too hyped up about this because it's really just something that I don't care about. <laughs> I care about it. I, I know, you know what, I know. I get, I get really triggered by by dumb infidelity stuff. Like, I, I just... Yeah. I, I think that... And also, too, I hate how it was somehow made into, like, Emily's fault when it, it simply wasn't. I just... I don't understand that. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Um, and also I want the best for Emily. Like I feel like, and I, and I also, I am very sus of Samara. I was telling, I already had this theory before of like, I think she has ill intent. I don't trust Mm -hmm. her. She seems like, you know what she, you know what? She's kind of giving me like, like a fuck girl vibe. Like, like not at the base of this. It's just lack of good communication. I think it's lack of her being a good person. Samara. All right. If we could just move on. (laughs) (laughs) i really really don't like her there's something in fact pretty much every single person that emily's been with has not been good they're giving her bad people what is that (sighs) i really don't know i can't stand it it was it it is definitely sus because they did go on i think more than one date they did so it uh, yeah but then again it was like they never really confirmed being a couple, but she was always around and she was always in her high school. So it was like the fact that she was constantly with Emily and moving the relationship along just to go, oh, I'm bringing a date. It was kind of weird. Yes. Weird. I don't like it. I don't like her. But anyway. um, But yes, we talked about that already. So we'll just, when we get there, we'll just kind of skip over it. But, um, but one next... thing that did upset me. What? Because I didn't really care much about the Emily Samara thing because whatever. One thing that did make me upset <laughs> was that the, in the next scene, which is right after the mm-hmm. um, Emily hearing Samara bring a different date, Ella and Arya are talking, 
And this is where I don't understand Arya at all again. She just straight up asks her mom, like, oh, like, why would somebody, like, black out? And what what would make somebody black out and oh, forget yeah. a whole night of memories? Now, that's a very specific question. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like, that would, in a parent, that would definitely make me go, who's blacking out? Who's forgetting things? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> but Ella just goes, well, you know, things happen. And it's like... I hate this. I hate it here. I hate this so much. She really is the, she is the queen of non-parenting. Yeah. Also, too, I love that, you know, Arya asked a very straightforward, almost scientific question. And it was really like, you know, when somebody goes, hypothetically, if I murdered somebody, oh, you murdered somebody. Well, not only that, but Ella's response to the blacking out question was like, well, you know, sometimes... The ocean rises, and sometimes the sun falls. The sky is blue. Yeah, like it's what's wrong with you? She went on this weird, like poetic, like philosophical thing. It's like no, just it's a scientific question. Can you black out to the point where you don't remember a whole day? It's science, okay? I'm asking you science. Well, definitely that's one way to go about it. But she even goes like, "Well, I have this friend that just doesn't remember anything from a very (laughs) important night." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very specific. Like, I'm concerned. <laughs> what is bringing upon this question? Why is this bothering you? Hello? And Hello? That kind of response does not bode well for when, like, the whole Ezra thing comes out with, like, her being with mm-hmm. Ezra. Because it's got to come out eventually. It doesn't bode well because... She probably... would just not remember that. The mom definitely... Ella would never remember that Arya asked her that question. Specifically how... That she just answered it with, like, in circles with a, a poem mm-hmm. and a riddle. Like, you're not the Riddler. You're a parent. Let's go. <laughs> Let's ask some hard-hitting questions here. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, but, but I was... And she... And it happens, like, another time with a different girl. Oh, it does? I'm pretty sure. I, it's in my, in my night somewhere, but another girl asked their parents a very hypothetical but open question that's like Mm -hmm. that's very specific for you to ask that yeah definitely i think pretty much everyone's parents maybe except ashley are not good at picking up hints in conversation i just i just don't at all yeah well um after that uh it's still some more um parenting issues because it's hannah and her father (laughs) And this is, this, you, you, you said it earlier, but this is where Hannah accuses her father of um, of staying not for Hannah's sake, but for Ashley's, right. like, sake. Um, right. And that was, that was kind of an interesting um, accusation of, like, it's kind of it's kind of strange because you would think, like, a child would want their parents back together. But I don't really think Hannah does. Like, she really None does not. None of these kids in this town like their parents being together or apart. There's no way to make them happy. <laughs> Because she says, you're not even here for me, but she deletes the message for him to, like, leave. So it's like, what do you want here? Are you Exactly. (laughs) Like, Hannah put put everyone in their family in that situation, and now she's mad about it. So that's, it's it's very odd. Um, And obviously, though, it has to come back and bite her in the ass eventually, because the father is not going to stay. He's not going to, I think the next episode or the next next episode will, because of the way that the ashley tom situation ends in in Mm -hmm. this episode yeah well um 
after that is uh, Arya and Jason, and this is where they're looking through photos for the Allison Memorial that they want to do during the fashion show. Mm-hmm. And Jason is already like sus that with Arya of like why Arya wants his input at all. Um, <laughs> and this is and this is where it came, it became apparent to me about Arya's savior savior complex and how. Because she's asking him all of the questions about, like, oh, did you really black out? Or, like, how did you feel about the day she disappeared? All Real that kind of stuff. mode. Yes. But to me, she's almost not, she's not really asking those questions to find the truth. She's almost asking them in order to be, like, again, like, his savior. Of, like, I'm going to be, like, your, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be your foundation. Like, that type of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jason does not really fall for it. He's like immediately like, uh, no, I. Well, because I she's an you. idiot, just yeah. like how her mom's an idiot. Where she goes, oh, somebody blacks out. Like, what do you think that means? <laughs> oh, well, it means probably that they love the color purple, right? <laughs> so with Jason, which I thank God he's smarter than he looks. Mm-hmm. He Arya's like, oh, does this picture like make you feel uncomfortable? And he's like, why would that make me feel uncomfortable? Well, this is the same day that you blacked out. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> what are you trying to say here oh i'm just trying to see if you would remember anything oh so this is a setup yeah so he kind of goes back to not trusting her um like completely and but he should have stayed that way to be honest yeah well we know it's not going to but um no. i do i on on the topic of him like blacking out it is very strange that he remembers nothing of the entire day so that must mean that he was drugged uh, maybe it has to. Like, maybe Ian dosed him that day because Ian was part of the plan of, like, with Allison, you know? I mean, if the dude really forgot the entire day, that's a problem. If you forgot a couple hours because you've been drinking, mm-hmm. okay, all right. But a whole 24 hours is a little yeah. concerning. Exactly. But you know what? You know how I kept reiterating that, that Ian said we in the church? Uh-huh. I wonder if part of the plan was – because they – because the group knew um that allison had a thing for ian so i almost wonder if if the if the plan that day was to for ian to like lure allison out of the kissing rock and like act like he liked her and then he would walk away and the next part of the plan would take place but something went wrong do you know what i mean and then that Mm -hmm. like it all the whole the plan unfurled so but that could hint that that ian because ian was friends with jason that that ian was also part of the whole like drugging him for the entire day um hopefully it does we do get answers to like why he is forgetting such a large chunk of time yeah. on a very important day i think they will answer it and i do think it's going to end up being that he was dosed with something mm-hmm. yeah well um the the next scene is more of um mona and uh the fashion show them, them like rehearsing and um there's I mean, this is just reiterating sort of that Hannah is mad at her father staying in town. But again, we've already gone over this a thousand times of like, she's the one that put them in this position. So mm-hmm. her being mad. And I'm sorry really to interrupt sense. as yeah. well as backtrack, but a little bit like the vibes I was getting when Jason and was like upset that he figured out that Arya was trying to figure out why he was forgetting something. It gave me like very big, like, oh, I thought you were different, but you're just like the rest of the stupid town vibes. Like. With your pink yeah. hair, I thought you were different, but you're just like the rest of them, and it just made me laugh. Yeah, that trope was very much alive in that scene. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, which again plays into that whole thing of like, oh, like I'm not like other girls. That whole thing we were talking about earlier. Yes. But yeah, so that next scene happens, and then um, then after that is the scene we've already talked about, where Samara brings her date 
the trainer. Um, And the the next part, the next scene is actually Pam. And she's talking to all the other mothers. And I love... It's mom talk. Um, and, she, you know, obviously Pam is concerned about about leaving Emily in Rosewood. Yeah. But I just love that Ashley is, like, dressing as, like, a, a divorcee, like, with her, like, with her, you know, skin-tight red cocktail dress. And all the, and the other moms are, like, wearing cardigans and, like, earthy, color, er, earthy colors. Ashley's different. Yeah. <laughs> I just loved it. She's built different. <laughs> she is. And you can tell, too, that Pam and Ella are, like, judgmental of her a little bit. You can, like, tell. Well, it's it's definitely, like, it wasn't dressing up for the fashion show. It was dressing up for Tom. And the mm-hmm. other moms were like, oh, so you're getting back with your ex? You know, it's funny you say that because I actually, and I interpreted it as something different. It's sort of like, it's that it's the trope of, the, of when a woman gets divorced, she becomes, like, hot again. And all the other mm-hmm. moms are like look at her wearing nothing she's divorced too like she hasn't like her life is wow. a mess like I, like it gave me the vibe of like the mothers think that they're better than ashley because mm-hmm. ashley like dresses more skimpily like and she also mm-hmm. is divorced and it's a single mom and all that jealous. kind of stuff yeah it, it like comes from jealousy but it's that thing of like you know but also like they're both upset because pam isn't anywhere near her husband and ella mm-hmm. hates her husband so they're all unhappy yeah actually yeah they're all a mess in a so <laughs> um but uh the the next little thing that happens is that spencer delivers a, a cd to noel which was which came from mona it's very important to remember that that cd right. came from mona so i already right. knew which no one even questions no no one questioned it nobody i couldn't believe it sickening i know but i immediately i i sussed that out um but when spencer is delivering the cd she sees um her her dad and allison's mother arguing Jessica. yeah he's a, i mean he's a little bit off the rails he is he is like to do that in a public place is a little bit like much yeah because he's straight and up with spencer's mom i don't know she's gone she wasn't with mom talk you know what maybe maybe here's the rule the mom and the dad can never be in the same scene together. Yeah. They have to. They can, it's, it's a And rule. the only time that's acceptable is when the girls are in trouble. Exactly. But, right. but it's like a curse. They can't be seen in the same place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because the mom is MIA, um, but the dad is is um, is definitely not. He's like pointing in, in Jessica's face and like yelling at her. So it's serious mm-hmm. for sure. He means business. Yeah. Um. Then the next little thing, too, is that Hannah decides that she wants to steal champagne. Um, and this is this kind of leads her into seeing her mom and dad, like, dancing. In a, dancing. In, in laughing, a corner. Having well, fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How dare they? How dare <laughs> they do that? Yeah. And that's how Hannah feels. And, and, and again, we keep saying this, we keep saying this, but she put her, she put herself in a situation. Like, I mean, she up. made her own bed. She has to get, lay in it now. Exactly. Um, and this also reiterated to me that, like, she does, she, she has not forgiven her father and re- I think resents her mom for, like, even trying to forgive him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting, I think. But, um, there's a lot, kind of a lot going on, like, back to back, because the fashion show is, like, gearing up to start. It's, like, about to right. start. Um, 
But we have a little moment where Jason like eyes Arya backstage while Arya's getting <sighs> it's ready. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so frustrating. Like, yeah, we get it. They they saw each other and he's obviously ignoring her. But mm-hmm. you, we don't have to see them staring at each other for five minutes straight. Yes. And especially, too, it's even creepier knowing that Arya's underage and she's barely dressed, like, in a backstage area. Like, all of it is so no one creepy. Everyone's just okay with it. Unbelievable. I just... Maybe, you know what? Maybe because part of it is, like, all the girls are always so distracted by their own issues. Because mm-hmm. Emily is backstage, too, but she's so caught up in Samara because this is where also Samara, like, admits about dating her best friend, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um... And so I think that part of it, too, is they're always so caught up in their own shit that they, they just don't see anything else going on. They're so oblivious to the uh, everything else in the world. Yeah. Like, even even when something happens and they can't ignore it, they somehow ignore it. Like, <laughs> or like, or but the, brush the it eye off. contact between Arya and Jason is just so off-putting, and I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. And, it, and, there, and there was a lot of it. But what can yeah. you do? Well, um... The next scene is all the girls getting ready to, like, get on stage. But it's kind of a weird moment because, well, like, basically a minute before they have to be on the runway, they're trying to Mm -hmm. convince Hannah to, like, to get back with Caleb. It was very odd. (laughs) Such odd timing. (laughs) All right, girls, any minute now. You should get back together with Caleb. Why do you say that? (laughs) Oh, because he's outside. And they do show him, and he's in a suit. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of curious about how he got this suit. I thought about that too. Maybe I think he, he stole it. <laughs> That'd be great. But I almost there's wonder... no way Lucas had this suit. Well, here's the thing, though. We know that a lot of these kids are actually rich, so I wouldn't be surprised if Lucas is the type of kid to like get an allowance every week. And he's like, you know what? Oh, and he's like, I'll buy you the suit. Yeah. So you can get back together with him. Okay, I could see All right. that. I'll let you it know? slide. Yeah. But speaking of Caleb, he looked great. His hair looked better, a little bit better. He he looked. Oh. He looked really good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it gave me like ceo alpha billionaire Ooh. vibes oh. and i was a little bit like whoa 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 <laughs> oh wow, wow. well that i dream's didn't coming quite through a little if we're talking about like tropes like that i didn't quite get that vibe you know what you know the vibe i got i kind of got the vibe of like the mob boss's son oh yes but he's also a werewolf yeah yes exactly he's also a vampire too and a yeah. <laughs> why does that always happen it's always like they're normal and then they're like yeah i'm also like a werewolf too and it's like uh all right we- and my mom was a vampire at the end of the book <laughs> wow well always um, always and this is so off the rails always they die or they get extremely hurt and they're like wow how are they healing so fast and it's like they're half vampire and it's like what <laughs> <laughs> all right that's too much that's too much off the rails it's it is but you know what if if anything i think that um that caleb would definitely be a werewolf 100%. oh for sure yeah 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 and hannah would be the vampire for sure for sure all right yeah you're right yeah <laughs> you're definitely right on that yeah <laughs> even if i'm wrong on everything else i'm right on that you're definitely right on that, but you know what is definitely wrong? This fashion show yes. and the clothing they decided to include in it. Okay, this is very confusing to me because this yeah. season came out in like 2012, probably. 
So we're not in the 2000s anymore. We're like in the beginning of the 2010s. But mm-hmm. somehow this fashion show looks like it's straight out of like 2006. So I don't understand yeah. what's going on here. Well, I was a little bit confused because it seemed like the first round, and I understand, I, I mean, I've never been to a fashion show, but <laughs> I do understand there's multiple sections and rounds yeah. where like, the bathing suit round or the ball gown round. I understand mm-hmm. there's like that sometimes, but this went straight up to like summer to goth, like and pirate s- bathing suit and <laughs> steampunk. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah, there were a lot of different, um, interesting looks, uh-huh. and uh, I love the pirate look. The pirate look that was that was iconic. That was um, a little bit out there. It was iconic for the wrong reasons. I'll just say that. <laughs> this again. I mean, I I can't say this enough. This fashion show was awful. It was, and to me, that's why some of this some of this episode felt like a filler because the whole like sequence of the fashion show, I felt like like why am I watching this? Like, what's happening? Right. Like, what show am I watching? I don't <laughs> like. Know where her. did we go wrong? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but. I was waiting for the sabotage. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, Once yeah, that CD was given to Noel, I knew it. Um, we, well, you definitely know because this is kind of very popular. Like, fashion shows always never go right in movies sometimes. For example, white chicks. During the fashion show, they're sabotage. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, like... It, you just know what's going to happen, so you're just like, oh, it's going to happen any minute now. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody's going to pour, like, blood on somebody. Like, it's it's going to happen. Yeah, and it does, but it happens during the Allison tribute. So all the girls are, like, awkwardly standing on stage while, while like, a, a memorial thing starts going on for Allison. Right. And then in the middle of the, of the memorial, like, a heavy metal song starts playing, and, like, it's yeah. just like, oh, the bitch is dead or whatever, and, like... It's iconic. It's iconic. I loved it. I was like, okay, this is what I was waiting for. Thank you. Mm-hmm. At least this we have this. Stuff. Yeah. And it was just so funny because, like, they didn't really explain why those girls were on stage. Because, mm-hmm. like, they were obviously wearing Allison's clothes, but no one else knew that except Allison. Exactly. Mom. Exactly. So they were just standing on stage in clothes while this Allison tribute was on the screen. It's the same. It has the same vibe of, like, why were they throwing dirt on on ian's exactly. coffin on it's the his, same thing it's like yeah. exactly. they're only they're only put in the situation because they're the stars of the show other than that in, in the real it world make it would sense. make it would it wouldn't make sense for them to be on stage right. because of what because they're right. alive like why would they be taking the the glory during during their dead friends memorial? no one like <laughs> even at the oscars no one goes and stands up at, at the tribute of all the stars that died that year and just stand up there no one does that exactly like, it's not it's yeah. no. everyone <laughs> you know what would be so funny it would be like johnny depp and leo dicaprio just like standing in front of the in front of the, the projector it, like, it's like <laughs> they would just like everyone would be like why why are they gonna do something like what's going on like are they gonna yeah. make a speech and then they just they just go sit back down and it's like why were they standing up there exactly there's no reason for it doesn't it. make sense um but yeah so that's the sabotage happens obviously um allison's and brad mother's pitt. what and brad pitt would be included in those actors okay okay i was like was he at the fashion show <laughs> he was at the fashion show <laughs> you know he, he loves he loves very niche fashion wow well i didn't know that about him but i guess you yeah. know him really well i didn't know that i mean um yep but yeah so allison's mom gets super upset obviously and jason is like a deer in headlights he has no idea what's going on yeah um 
But uh, the, after the sabotage and all the girls are shook by it, um, we see Caleb, you know, talking to Hannah. And this is kind of where Hannah reconciles with him. Kind of, offic- mm-hmm. kind of officially in a weird way. Kind of, um, yeah. And uh, before they all the girls leave, though, A gives them one last message on the screen, which is like... And I'm surprised mm-hmm. Caleb didn't see it. Ex- I, exactly. I was waiting for Caleb to be like, what's going on, guys? Like, What does that mean? Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, so I guess right after Al, like, right after um, Hannah said that he was going to... That she was going to leave with him, I guess he just immediately turned around and left. He just... Like, yeah, because right after she was like, can you wait? The message was there. So yeah. it was like... <laughs> and again... None of them even thought to go, oh, who's controlling the projectors right mm-hmm. now? Let's go try to find who this is. No. And there was other people. Like, all the staff that was, like, cleaning up after the show, they didn't see that either. I mean, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, anyone? Hello? Um, <laughs> like, literally, hello? Yeah. The, no one cares. Even even though the message <laughs> said, like, it's they, it said, like, it's I did it. Like, I did it, guys. I, A did it. Like, it's me. It's me. He, 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 it, it ties into the same thing we've been saying for a couple of episodes now, where A is admitting to their, to their, um, to their well, acts who, too quickly. It's kind of like, that's like me going and telling you, um, hey, I put, I put that piece of gum in your hair. Yeah. But after I, I, like, before I said that, you knew, you saw me do it. So it's like, why would you give them this note when obviously no one in this town would ruin Allison's tribute except A? Like, they had to have known that was her. But what's ridiculous is that they can't somehow figure out, like, oh, Mona was the one to give me the CD. So, like, I, I don't... Yeah, they don't, they don't put the pieces together, it's which It's a total is blind spot. So um, shocking. But yeah, so there's that, that one message, and then um, Arya goes backstage to to get all of her stuff to leave. Tresemme. Yes! Nice Tresemme ad, by the way. Yes! <laughs> by the way, it makes your hair fall out. <laughs> and I think it leaves, like, a film on your hair. Like, it doesn't, it's, like, not good. But it's, like, has that, like, DMDM, like, drug in it that everyone's, like, don't use this shampoo. But they didn't yeah. know that back then. No, they didn't. But, yeah, so... Very, very well placed Tresemme sponsorship. I mean, I'm so glad you saw that too. I mean, she had the shampoo, the conditioner, the dry shampoo, the mm-hmm. leave in conditioner, the spray, the hairspray. <laughs> like, all of their products were on her table. And she's like, yeah. I can just go grab my things really quick. My question sure. is, where's the shower? Like, she would have to you- use a shower to use those products. <laughs> I mean, she came and her hair was already done. Okay, guys, everyone stop. This doesn't make sense. It's an ad. Own up to it. Don't make it seem silly. You know you had to write it in after the script was already mm-hmm. made. Like, why do you make us look like stupid idiots? I know. It's like in the, in the music videos where they, like, very unsubtly put on the Beats headphones for no right. reason. But, like but, they, but they put it on, like, where their fingers are at the top of it. So it's yeah. like, so they're not covering up the B on the side, obviously. Exactly. We get it. We know. We know your tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is where, um, besides the Tresemme sponsorship, also Noel, he comes back to hand the CD to Arya. I don't know why, because he, the, the thing is, A would have had to told him, told him to do that. And there's no other. Of course. Because there's no other reason for Noel to think that, that for him to truly think that the CD is Arya's. It makes no sense. Right. Um, but, you know, Jason kind of saves the day. Jason's um, surprisingly still there. Yeah. And he's spying on Arya because he was just in the dressing rooms as well creepy um yeah. but he he's smelling her shampoo <laughs> he loves tresemme uh wow but he he you know he takes a cd and he just destroys it and and then uh, honestly alpha. it's such an alpha move wow um 
gross. But he... (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if it's in this scene, but basically he's the one to take Arya home. So... Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, and to clear things up, Jason and Caleb would definitely be werewolves, but Jason's the alpha and Caleb's the beta. In case you guys were wondering. That makes me so upset that you've said that. And Sorry. Um, you know what it is? Oh my god, you know what it is? I feel like Jason would be... I don't think you should be upset that I said that because you sent me a fan fiction the other day that upset me more than anything I've ever okay, read let's in my not, entire life. Let's just leave that as a mystery to everybody. Alright, I just want to let you know I have blackmail. Okay. Which... <laughs> You know, one day, one Uh day, I'm going to find your Wattpad account and I'm going to see every single thing that you've liked and bookmarked. One of these days, I'll find it. (laughs) Then we'll see who's the real alpha. I deleted it. (laughs) It's gone. Gone from existence. Wow. Well, um, the, let's get away from that. That's disturbing. (laughs) Uh, The the next scene is just Pam telling Emily that she can, well, uh, the next scene is Pam just saying that Emily can stay in Rosewood. Not that exciting. Super um, mom. Then we have Hannah's father admitting that he does love Ashley still, and he's staying for Ashley. Kind of a big fuck you to Hannah. But <laughs> <laughs> I know I have. I know that you're my kid, but Ashley's hot AF. Yeah, and like you're kind of annoying. So like I don't right. like you. <laughs> yeah. But Hannah's okay with it. She kind of seems like she's accepting it. So whatever. Um, then the, uh, the, the next, uh, the next scene is, um, Spencer's dad sort of finally admitting that he knows something about Jason because he tells Spencer to stay away from him. So, right. So that's very suspect, you know? Um, and we don't really know what that information is yet, but I can't wait to find out. Can't wait. Um, it's kind of odd that Peter let, actually let his younger daughter, he, he wasn't up, as upset letting his younger daughter date older men, but he's upset that Jason lives next door. And he's not as upset that his <laughs> oldest daughter was dating a supposed murderer, mm-hmm. but he's also upset that Jason lived... So, like, Jason has to have, like, some real skeletons in the closet for Peter to not like this guy because he lets everything else slide. Just saying. You know what? Yeah, you know what? It feels like... Seeing Spencer's dad angry is a little weird because we haven't really seen that from him. Because so, he's never been angry. Yeah, and you know, actually, the next scene like ties into like questioning what's wrong with Jason if the dad is so upset because mm-hmm. um, he because Jason admits to Arya um, like very candidly that the, the, the reason the reason why he moved back to Rosewood and he says it's just because he wanted to find out who the killer was. He wanted closure, yeah. but I I don't think that's the full story. Because oh probably not yeah I feel like you know there's this whole tension building of like oh why is Jason back in town and what is he doing and what's going on in the house and then mm-hmm. Arya just like simply asks him what's going on and that's and then just like that can't be the answer like it can't be yeah. that easy it's like it's just, it's just her asking him just straight up I think there's more to Jason than we know because mm-hmm. th- there there just has to be because for Spencer's dad to hate him this much there has to be something big exactly yeah so well um the the next scene is the ending it's an a ending and a is shopping for boots online and i think it's important expensive boots yeah and it's important to note obviously the boots are for a woman and the size is a size five okay and the reason i'm bringing that up 
is because at some point in the episode when Spencer, we, we didn't really talk about it because it doesn't really matter, but um, it, but Spencer, she was talking to Toby and complaining about Mona. Yeah. And when Spencer was doing that, she mentions that, oh, like, how can someone so small, like, have, like, be so annoying? Like, I want to strangle her. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they were trying to reiterate, like, that Mona is, like, a short person. So her being a size five. And short people have small feet. There we go. Yeah. Scientific um, fact. Yeah, it's not it's not a real fact, but I feel like in this world well, it would no. be a fact. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? Of course. Like I'm yeah. only that's like that's like saying like guys that have big hands have big penises. It's just not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny you went there, but yeah. Uh so exactly. But I think in this world it would make sense that a short woman would probably have small feet. Okay. Let's just yeah. I, I, mean, I think she's I buying them that... for the therapist. What? Because she's gonna beat her up. <laughs> And she's gonna steal her shoes, and she needs to give them new ones. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if these boots like show up anywhere else. But yeah. um, also, though, the we kind of see a little bit of their address, and their address is it starts with five two one four, which two one four should be, you know, familiar to us. You're, you okay? All right, stop. What? This is too much. What do you mean? You're it's going too, much? too deep. You're going too deep. It's not, not- that deep. I'm not going deep enough. I mean, uh, no, you are. <laughs> no, because that's like two, oh, five to five is the size of the shoe, and she, oh, it's Mona. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying that these are. I, I like seeing like all the subtle hints that the writers are giving us because I think it's interesting. I think it's it's fun. Okay, um, like I think that the writers sort of do those type of things for themselves because it's like fun for them to like put little Easter eggs like that in there. But okay. I think I think that while. Um, Spencer talking about the size of Mona and then also the size five shoe. That might be a little Easter egg moment, but this moment I'm talking about, I don't think it's an Easter egg moment. I think it's a, a legit clue where um, the, the address starts with five two one four, and two one four is the is that same. I, I, I believe it's the same number combination that that Spencer thought was the hotel number, mm-hmm. um, and then it turns out it wasn't, and that A was just trolling them basically. So I think that two one four was Caleb's like locker number. Yeah, I think that actually five two one four actually indicates it actually indicated um, a partial part of um, A's address. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be also interesting interesting to see like as as we go on if they if two if five two one four like is like written somewhere f- with Mona. Yeah, and just to see if they like put Easter eggs in there moving forward. Right. I really do think it's her. Um, so yeah, it's like and two little interesting uh, things going on there at the end. But um, the next episode is episode seven, and it mm-hmm. is called Surface Tension. Yep. So I feel like this episode might be, might be more like more going on because this one is kind of a, a little bit of a filler, just a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we'll see. We shall. Mm-hmm. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking at you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.